This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Twitter presents a Cancel Culture Christmas, the album for people who don't want to upset the outrage mob. Frosty the Snow Person was a happy, genderless soul with a corncob pipe and a button nose and a biodegradable show. Twelve holiday anthems sung the right way. I'm dreaming of a colorless Christmas. After all, nobody wants coal in their stockings. That's a fossil fuel, you monster. Grandma took a selfie with the reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as climate change But as for me and Grandpa, we believe A Cancel Culture Christmas I saw I believe that together we can make America great again. There it is, there it is. Cancel culture fired up to coming after Disney. They are not happy with Disney Plus. We're going to talk about it in a minute. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a special Friday wife privilege edition. Everybody calm down. Jimmy Fallon in the house, head writer for The Kennedy Show. Watch some Fox Business Monday through Thursday, 9 o'clock. You could have watched me last night at the Gotham Comedy Club, the season premiere of the VR show, which is an immersive virtual reality comedy show. You sit in the audience. You're in the audience, it's just comedy. But if you're watching from home with a headset on, you're there. You, know, you can hear the jokes, You know, hear the, the drinks clanging, the comics on the side questioning their life's decisions. It's all there for you if you'd like a part of it. Uh, but joining me now, a woman who was not at that show, nor was she watching Kennedy, because I believe she was home watching Disney Plus. You monster. Uh, she is my wife uh, for the time being. Uh, but no, we're thrilled to have her here. Jenny Fail is back in the house. Hey, Jenny Fail. Hey. Happy Friday, babe. Happy Friday. Oh, so exciting. Yep. I uh, was doing comedy last night with, uh, it was me and uh, Hassan Masa. 
I'm a loser because I drive a cab and I can pronounce ethnic names like a motherfucker. Hassan yeah. Minaj. Oh, mm-hmm. but I so pride myself on getting it right the first. Yeah, you know, get, yeah. it's like my little cabbie thing. <laughs> like you know, people say like I knew the band before they were big. Right, right. I could be like, yeah, I knew I could pronounce that terrorist name before he was big <laughs> because I knew another oh, guy no. with the same name. Yeah. I've told this story a hundred times now, but that the Al Baghdadi story. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, they got Al Baghdadi. I'm like, shit, he already had nine points on his license. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 the terrorist. And I was like, oh my God. That so one. every Friday, uh, the political virtues we espouse, I say this on stage a lot too. We we don't need more Republicans, we don't need more Democrats. We need less assholes. I agree with that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So it's an apolitical show. I don't really care which way you lean. We're just kind of hanging out. The show's called Everybody Calm Down. So it's it's kind of an audio safe space for cool people. You can just come by and do your thing. And I, I just remind you of that um, because this episode is sponsored by the good folks at Michter's Distillery, Michter's Whiskey. And every Friday when Jenny comes on, we start off with a Michter's cocktail as a way of saluting them to their fine service to this country. But more importantly, as a way of calming us down so we can be in a room together for 40 minutes to an hour. Because yeah, shit, it helps. this is already hard. We're taping at 630 this morning on Friday. Which I was telling somebody last night, they're like, wow, 6.30. I'm like, I know, I wouldn't even get up that early to banger. But I got to do it, you know, <laughs> contract's a contract. Hot damn, what are we drinking? And can you please pour yeah, it? I'm kidding, I yeah. love you, baby. Go ahead. What you got? What you got? Um, It's a Boulevardier. Mm-hmm. It's um one and a half ounces of the Michter's US 1 bourbon. Mm-hmm. Three quarter ounces of Campari and three quarter ounces of sweet vermouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just put it in a glass with ice, mix it. And strain it into a large cup with the ice sphere. Mm-hmm. Now, I did not go that far today. I oh. did just do it with the ice. Oh. I didn't have any ice spheres. Who has an no ice sphere half, hanging no around? <laughs> I'll drink it. Happy and Friday. What garnished else? with an orange peel. Yeah, well, at least you got the orange peel. It looks yeah, good. Thanks. Happy Friday, baby girl. One sip, you guys. I'll be right back. I promise. That's what my dad said. <laughs> Can't say that when I have a drink of it. Now. <laughs> Mm. Now, I'll tell you something. Mm-hmm. This is different than the last thing you made with the Campari when Dean and Tess were here. Yes. This is really good. I think this the, the vermouth kind of... Takes the edge off a little yes. bit. Because yeah. last week we had one, it was a revolver, and there were bitters in there and like yeah. coffee liqueur. Yeah. And it just really made the bourbon scream. Yes. It was like Very an accelerator. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love their bourbon. Yeah. But I'd rather drink it straight than drink it the way we did last week. Yeah. It was really good. Good. It's nice. sweet. Like, you could drink this... If you weren't like a bourbon lover or a whiskey lover, like if you weren't, you know, if you were just given to good, sweet, approachable cocktails, mm-hmm. this is like a Kennedy cocktail. And she makes really, she does, she makes really smooth cocktails. Yeah. The be- really the best on the planet. This is up there. This is in that conversation. Look at you, Jenny Phelan. Oh, thanks. You're a whole new woman. I'm, I'm going to compliment you right on the air. No way. And you know I don't want to do you it. Stop that right now! I'm not. I don't know how to react. Yeah, to that. you wouldn't even know how to handle a compliment from me. <laughs> well, Jenny, the news isn't all good. Okay. Because you're a monster, apparently. We're back. We're back. Because last night, while you were not watching my stand-up show <laughs> with Hassan Minaj, nice guy, by the way. Yeah. Um, felt you know he hosted the White House Correspondents Dinner a few years back. Okay. I didn't think he was any good. Like oh. when he when he did that. I recognize that. his name. I just. I, He's got I a show like The Watch List. It's okay. either on Netflix or Comedy Central. I mean, there's too many shows for me to even pay yeah, attention to. Yeah. Sweet guy. Ugly sweater. He wore like a dumb sweater that I think he <laughs> thought purpose? was cool. It was ugly. Okay. No. Yeah. Um, who else was on the show? Guys, you should know before we get into this. I'm just trying to like allow you to win over some currency 
with our listeners oh. before they hear what a monster you are. Because you're a monster <laughs> by the standards of today. Okay. Uh, who else was on the show? Oh, Sherrod Small. Okay. Mm-hmm. Closed the show with a joke he did at my prom show in 1995. <laughs> you know, he likes to sing the hits. I yeah. love Sherrod. He's a great guy. Great, great, great. If it works, it works. Uh, it works. That's what I'm saying. Can't argue with success. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Reese. Ryan Reese Aww. was there. He might How come by. Ryan? Ryan's great. He might come by Sunday. He's Good. working on his... Ryan made a documentary about being a warm-up comic because mm-hmm. he's the warm-up comic for a Late Night with Seth Meyers, mm-hmm. a show I actually detest. Like, yeah. I feel like it has set back the country. Yeah. It hasn't but affected our- it's not our, Ryan. Yeah. It's not his stuff. No, and it hasn't affected up. our friendship because I never liked Ryan that much anyway. Oh, so it's tough. not like it's, you know, <laughs> it's like he could go downhill with me, but he's my pal. Oh, uh, but loves him. By the dog loves him. Meat guy is meat what he guy, calls yeah. him because whenever Ryan comes over, the barbecue gets lit. Yep. The dog knows that. <laughs> he does. Like, meat guy. He is, yeah. And that's really Total funny. Pavlovian response totally. every time Ryan pulls up. So Ryan's on the show. So, uh, let me see, Hassan, me, Sherrod, pretty, but it's, it's virtual reality. Mm-hmm. So everybody's, you know, people at home are watching on headsets. So who has? Who, for who? real, for like 12, 13, 14 year old boys. You're, okay. basically, you're basically killing time. I mean, I couldn't watch it. I don't have yeah. one of those things. You're killing time for them between pornos. Because if you're a 14 year old <laughs> boy with virtual reality headset, oh, no. That's you ain't watching thing? stand up comedy. They have that? I believe so. Like I, like I act like I don't know. Did I I pull that off? Like you're not running a webcam. (laughs) Come on, Jenny. But the point is, I, okay, I protected the shield last night. I got on stage, live show, millions of people watching, did a nice chunk of my new hour about working at Fox News Mm -hmm. in New York City. Yeah. Where this saying the word Fox News is someone yells out like monster. Yes. So there was a good chance I was going on stage, you know, as a head writer for the best show in cable news, possibly the host of some new show coming out Mm -hmm. and coming off stage unemployed just by virtue (laughs) of the fact that I said Fox News. Right. Because that's people want to take you down. What a just bunch of pussies we've become as a society. It was just so silly. But uh, no, no, I I really had, had a great, phenomenal set. Really lucky to have that happen to me. But no sooner than I get off stage did I find out I might be canceled anyway because you, oh no, you fucking monster, got Disney Plus. Yeah, well, Dan, Disney Plus, what's, Jenny Phelan, with all this offensive content. You have to explain the this. old depictions of characters. That's just how white folks will do you. I'll explain. Okay. Don't play dumb. <laughs> Don't play dumb. It's a big controversy out there right now. Not big enough, and it's going to go away. We talked about it on the five yesterday. Um, Disney Plus has basically everything that Disney has ever done. Yes, with the exception Almost. I know, with the exception of like Song of the South, yeah. which is considered, I guess, very racist in terms of their depiction their depictions of, of people like a, and a, a slave and slave oh, owner yeah, relationship. It's, they, it's not good. So yeah. they didn't they didn't stream that one. Yeah, but they streamed a lot of other ones. But mm-hmm. what they did was they put a disclaimer in there. And said, like, hey, this includes character depictions that were considered okay at the time, but would be very offensive now. Okay. We're leaving them up anyway. Okay. Which to me is great. I mean, this is an on-demand service. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. You're not going to watch these unless you go there, pay for the app, find them, select them. Read the disclaimer. And watch them. And still hit play. Thank you. But the point is, some people... Which is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> we can't, no. Because this yelling, is a nice thing. It's a nice thing, it's man. It's so nice. Every Disney movie. I mean, the only ones they don't have that 
like the non-offensive ones, it's if it's still in a deal with like Netflix uh-huh. or like Hulu or something. But once those are released from that contract, then they get pulled back over. Mm-hmm. But this is insane. But the good I mean, folks- they took. I I wouldn't even be against them keeping in Song of the South because I think it's it's important because yes, it it today absolutely unacceptable to make a movie like that. But if you have that and that was made at the time, and you can you can see where we've come. Yep. And it, you don't have to look at it and be like, yeah, we should go back to that. Like yeah, you yeah. can look at it and be like, wow, we've we've really come far. Well, and I don't think there was any ill intent when it was made. But no, you, you make know. you make no, you make a really good point. Is that as a society, we don't give ourselves enough credit for the progress we've made on race. We're not saying we've thrown a perfect game, right? But when people argue politically that this is the Jim Crow South, it's very disingenuous. Yes, for the people who really went through like the meat of that. Yeah, it's, like, we've never lived in a more got to completely hate the people today. Oh, I know who think this Be is the such affront, a baby. Yeah, yeah. just children. So and the, when you start to do that, you're censoring. Like mm-hmm. it's it's. It, I mean, it goes a little bit. You know you burning books that you don't agree with and doing this mm. you know it's it's not this you could probably find these movies in other outlets uh-huh. but it's still very like you know sensory and i don't like that yeah where... I, I you know i don't like i didn't know you were going to talk this much on this episode jesus <laughs> god i'm kidding i'm kidding jenny i love it um no i agree with you i agree with you all the way through i feel like we've gotten to this dumb place though uh which is a good place for society where people don't know how to pick their battles anymore because mm-hmm. this is yeah i don't know if you can really fight over the disclaimer on a Disney cartoon from 50 years ago, you're saying life is amazing. Here. Right. Our right. life is so good that we, we have, have time to get better. mad at a $10 app behind a paywall mm-hmm. that people are watching. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're really but so you fat, spoiled, and stupid. This is far and away the most tolerant, inclusive time there's ever been to be alive under President Trump, mind you. Yeah. I'm Hillary Clinton, and I approve this message. <laughs> I don't know that she means that. I don't know that she means that. But no, and I'm not even giving him credit for it. But the point no. is, there's still never been a better time to be alive in this country. Um, and, and that's illustrated by the fact that we're down to fighting these battles along the lines of Disney streaming apps. Right. And the fact that you do have an option to not watch it uh, means they're completely out of their mind on this one. That being said, uh, that's why I think it's stupid, but it will help because this is another defeat for cancel culture. Yes. Every time they lose... Their potency goes dials back a little bit, yeah. and they're not taking down Disney. No, Disney has, they're the world's superpower. There is nothing. <laughs> yeah, I know. They the, say like the, the Republicans Catholic don't Church, run. But no, 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 there's no, no Illuminati. There's no Republicans. Yes. There's no Democrats. There's a mouse. <laughs> there's a mouse getting it all done. Oh, and isn't he a great mouse? Oh, what a fine mouse! They can mouse. take your money, but you oh. still you just keep going back for more. You just love every it so dollar. much. We're paying in cash, <laughs> every dollar you have, that oh. mouse is gonna suck out of that pocket, yep. girl. Yep. That's what the new Frozen's about. It's about parents' credit cards that got frozen <laughs> by the bank. They're like, we maxed out. Another God Olaf. Damn it, Olaf. Uh, another Olaf. <laughs> honey, let it go. Can't buy it. Can't buy it, honey. Let it go. Let it go. Un- unbelievable. We've got to take a quick break, folks. But the cancel culture, 0 and 1, as we begin the show today, which is a good sign. Mm hmm. Jenny Fail and I are going to open up the New York Times wedding announcements when we come back. We're going to play a game of Will It Work? Uh, two doctors got married this week, Jenny. And we're going to read their announcement. We're going to tell the audience, our, our loyal listeners, mm-hmm. whether or not it'll work. 
Okay. And it's a particularly challenging time for our relationship right now because we're about to steer into the holiday eating period <laughs> where we eat so much that we're calling ourselves names, yeah. but we run out of names for ourselves and we'll eventually just start fighting because <laughs> we're fat and bloated and angry. It's cl- I'm not there yet, and I know you're not no, either. No. But I it, have something that I got to like hold it together for. I know, so. me too. Gosh, me too. I know, uh. but I can feel it coming. <laughs> I was telling Kennedy and Dolph, we went to, after my show last night, we were watching football. Mm-hmm. And I was telling them about my Friday last Friday where I ate the Nutella and the whole jar of peanuts. Yeah. But I had to like have a talk with myself because it was, it was fine to do that once. Yeah. But there's a psychological threshold. Oh, yeah. Where I was like, I could see myself because it's cold out now. Yep. I could see myself, you know, crossing that threshold. Putting on that winter layer. And just oh. going. Yeah. But I survived. It's cold. You got you to warm up. Oh, Jenny. We'll warm up here in studio with a game of Will It Work when we come back. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Stop this eating anymore I just ate a brownie that 
Has there ever been a more appropriate song for a radio duo? No, you know, <laughs> the, you know, there are times in your life where certain songs just hit you and they just resonate. <laughs> I might add that to my playlist just to keep reminding myself. <laughs> to hold it together. Yeah. <laughs> We're on the precipice right now. It's like November, Friday. What is today? The 15th? Yeah. We're so close. Oh, God. We're close. To that man, you close that, you cross that threshold. Yeah. There's no turning back. That sense of self disgust, oh. and I mean, this for us is the always the most challenging time of the year. We oh, love yeah. the holidays. Yeah, we certainly love each other, uh, but we are capable to eating to a place of self disgust. Oh. Yeah, that permeates the relationship. And I, and I feel like a lot of people go through this, but mm -hmm. I think. We start a little early because Lincoln's birthday is yep. the end of November, and you start like that birthday cake, yep. birthday and then it's just Thanksgiving a is like three days oh. later. Yep, then and it's our December Christmas parties. Christmas, Both oh. of our birthdays are in December. Yep. It's a really, I mean, you talk about a challenging time for a family <laughs> trying to stay in shape. It is not easy, Jenny. No. It is not easy. But today, not about holding our waistlines together. It's about holding this couple together. We're about to talk about okay. the little game called Will It Work? I should turn this down. It sounds like we're fat shaming these people. We're fat shaming ourselves. Yeah. We're preemptively. I'm now writing song parodies about getting fat just to remind us right. of the work we need to do. Yep. It's challenging. Yep. I don't want to look fat on TV between Christmas and New Year's. And it's so funny, but I have a folder in my phone of all my December 26th through January 2nd TV appearances. Uh -huh. I'm always pale, fat, and disgusting. Like, I don't even look like me. It's great. And, you know, last year, I give you a lot of credit for this. It's one of the reasons you're the best wife that'll ever live. Is last year on New Year's Eve, when I was heading into the city <laughs> to go hook up with Kennedy and Pete Hegseth, mm -hmm. Fox New Year's Eve on Fox News. I'm just writing it. They're the show ponies. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Which is a good thing because I couldn't be on TV New Year's Eve. I'm <laughs> disgusting. But I stepped on the scale famously yep. at 248. I was like, oh my God, 248. I can't believe I got this fat. You know, diet starts tomorrow. Don't worry about it. And then you gave me the speech from Rocky too, where Adrian tells Rocky to win. Yep. You're like, no, no, you, you got to go for 250. Yeah. And I did it. I got there. <laughs> I got there. Well, because you always kids. like it always like sit there like a dangling carrot. You have to hit it and then be like, "All right, that's it. I gotta, I gotta lose it now." I dig like, it. There's something about getting into that next decade of but, numbers mm -hmm. that really pushes you to. But two fifty, two fifty was a number, and you took it the other way. It was. Well, yeah. I figured it out. You're just a chubby chaser. That's what it was. You like, <laughs> you like Big Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? Oh God. Yo, is Big Jim home? <laughs> Where he at? <laughs> Lincoln, go ahead and take the phone off the hook. Uh. <laughs> Jenny, such a hornball. <laughs> Will it work? Name of the game. Dr. Seema married Dr. Sanjin. November 9th at the Civic Theater in New Orleans. Dirty South. We were supposed to go to a wedding in New Orleans not yeah. too long ago. Yeah. We have, my brother Mike was engaged to a gal. At one fortune. She was a sweet gal. It wound up not working out. She's a great, good, you know, really sweet gal. I wish her the best of luck, but yep. we never did get to go. Nope. 
I was excited to see all the attractions, the sights and sounds of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I, I hear the drive-by exhibits really good. <laughs> <laughs> the diaper on the sidewalk oh. trail. The we, New we Orleans could, is a mess. We could get that here. We got it here. We got de Blasio <laughs> brought back. He's bringing sexy back. He's brought Bourbon Street to all of Manhattan. The yeah. city is such a dump. Yeah. For real. It, it feels like taxi driver era New York. Yeah. It's like when we, I took Lincoln to see the Joker. And it's like it's supposed to take place in some fictionalized Gotham City. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, they just location shot. They yeah, didn't yeah. have to bring in didn't any props. It's just a dump. <laughs> Way to go, de Blasio, you loser. Seema and Sanjit got married in uh, New Orleans Civic Center. Jonathan, or- Jonathan, a friend of the couple, who became a universal life minister for the occasion, officiated, which is basically what everyone does in every yeah. one of these announcements yeah. now. You can get uh, ordained as a universal life minister literally by going online. You pay like 20 bucks and right. click a thing. Right. Um, but here we go. They met at Tulane. So this mm-hmm. this relationship started in college, met at Tulane, where each received a medical degree, from which she graduated cum loud. Okay, she's smarter. But she got, but she got to put that dig in there. Yeah. Yeah, we both got a degree. Yeah. Let's make no mistake about it. A little better. Let's make no mistake about who's writing <laughs> this wedding announcement. Because uh-huh. if he's writing it or they're writing it together, yeah, there's no slighting. White out. Yeah. yeah. This is not. It's, there's a reason it's called her big day. Yeah. It is not his big day. Oh, this poor guy. All right. Seema is a second-year fellow in pulmonary critical care medicine at Columbia University here in New York. She's the daughter of Nahid and Shahid of New Orleans. Okay. So parents in New Orleans, she basically graduated college, came up to New York to Columbia. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You got a $900,000 student loan. You got to play the teams on the schedule. Yeah. Wherever they're located, home game, away game, she in Columbia. Yeah. De Blasio's armpit of the city. Uh, my man, Sanjin, is a chief resident in internal medicine at Tulane University Medical Center. Oh. Graduated from Harvard after all was said and done. Okay. Right? So still smart. I mean, his doctor, so. I mean, for real, uh, he is the son of Zhidravka and Ibrahim. Okay. How about me just drilling pronunciation? Yeah. What's up with that, Hassan Minaj? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh... So she was a third-year medical student. He was in his first year at Tulane when a mutual friend introduced them in November 2012 over dinner. And he teased her about how easy she had it as a third-year student. So that was like medical school shtick. Mm-hmm. You are not very hard, you know, like that. You yeah. Know. Oh, it's fine. Great. Who cares, Jenny? Uh, I thought she was very beautiful and took it as an opportunity to joke, he said. I was 100% sure she was impressed by it. Okay. Seema did not find him funny at all (laughs) and wanted nothing to do with him. (laughs) That's funny to put in there. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, because again, she's writing this. (laughs) I got the better degree. I didn't think he was funny. Oh, what a cunt. And I'm sorry. I'm kidding. We're not allowed to curse on this show. She's a nice girl. Anyway. Uh, But after a friend explained to her, that he had immigrated as a child to the United States with his parents from war-torn Bosnia. She began to see him differently. He was a much more complex gentleman, she said. He had gone through a lot of life stretch- stresses. Oh, girl. <laughs> that complexity, girl. Aww. You like a complicated man <laughs> who's seen some things. All right. By early 2013, he... Oh, oh, whoa, oh, whoa. Oh, she was glad to run into him at MedProm. A formal dance for medical students. Okay. The two chatted and danced, and then they went to an after party where he asked her out. So MedProm, I didn't know that was a thing, Mm-mm. but he shows up in scrubs, <laughs> I guess. MedProm's probably pretty good because they get their hands on all the good sex drugs and all uh. the, you know. 
<laughs> they already got their scrubs on. It gets messy. He was incredibly charming and kind, she said. Their first date a couple of weeks later was at a library on campus where they studied for exams, then later picked up something to eat. Is that a, is that a, that's not a date. You went to a library where you can't talk. Right. I mean, I maybe for med students. I mean, that's what we do loose. now to, yeah. to get in the mood. We go to a library where we can't talk for an hour. We build up Shut an appetite for each other. I kid, you look good this morning, girl. 630. Looking good. Uh, we sat in one of the quads and talked, and it was nice, she said. Learned they had similar taste in music, and he was outdoorsy and disciplined. They began studying together, and by February, were officially seeing each other. Every couple of weeks, they took a breather from studying to listen and dance to live music. Zadiko, reggae, jazz, and brass band music at clubs along Frenchman Street, mostly at the Mason. So they were hanging out mm-hmm. in New Orleans, uh, which is great. Uh, before before her, I really didn't go out that much, he said. I ate, the, I ate at the same restaurant and did takeout. She opened up the food and music scene to me. She was my gateway. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, that's how it starts. They feed you, dude. So you get <laughs> fat and you have no options that they bloat you out. Aww. Here's the thing, fellas. If you got game, fat or skinny... You could get ladies, but you got to have game. You got to have that little something about you. Don't let her fatten you up for the kill, dude. I've seen this done before. I've seen this attempted. I was so fat. I got so fat by the time we got married. It was no coincidence, Jenny Fela. Oh, Oh, disgusting. Like, we could actually say that we look so much better now than we did than we got married. Yeah. Um, Because one of us became like a vain TV person, Mm -hmm. and the other one's actually on TV. So it worked out. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) Anyway, uh, so so she also introduced him to one of her favorite places, Hanson's Snow Blizz, where people line up down the block for snowball, shaved ice drenched in handcrafted syrup. So she likes the sweet treats, see? Mm -hmm. Feeding them. It melts and becomes slush, she said, and early on she told them her dream was that someone would propose to her there one day. Ooh. I mean, she wanted to get proposed to at the snowball thing. Yeah. Wow. That's a, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that Maybe because it, it sounds like, like a, like a childhood, like, you know what it is? Special it, place. It sounds it cute. A, yeah. It sounds cute to me because she's nowhere near. This woman is in very good shape. So it's not like a fat girl, you know, yeah. like you'd be like, yeah. oh, look at this chick. Right. Fat <laughs> chick. Yeah. She can't yeah, leave the ice cream, cream stand for yeah, five yeah. minutes. It's something I would say to you. It's not something I would say to her. <laughs> Ow. It's, a, it's a lot of tough love on the show. You know that, Jenny. Uh, in March 2018, four months after they learned she'd be moving to New York for a pulmonary fellowship at Columbia, he got down on one knee in front of Hanson's after hours. Oh, After hours. It. Yep. Yeah. It was wonderful, she said. I felt ready to tackle this long distance. I felt more secure. But one question remained. Where's my snowball? She asked with a laugh. Now she's the humorist. He wasn't funny at all. She wants a goddamn snowball. Yeah. Where's my snowball? Where, where's my and the next day they returned to Hanson's where she ordered her favorite, a, a Satsuma orange snowball, lasagna style, with condensed milk in the middle and on top. I don't know yeah. that that sounds good. No, I mean, Lasagna style? Oh, I get it. It's, like not, it's layer. layered it's, of a snowball with condensed Italian milk. Food. It it's, might be good because I'm sure it's so sweet. Yeah. It hurts your face when you eat it. <laughs> But I give her a lot of credit for wanting the ice cream. Because yeah. that is very Jenny Fela. Yep. When I proposed to Jenny Fela, a lot of you guys don't know this, but on the night I chose to throw my life away, um, <laughs> Jenny thought we were going out to look at Christmas lights before a routine Italian dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, we had ordered takeout that we were going to, we were out looking at Christmas lights while the food was cooking. We were going to pick it up, take it home, and just have an easy Saturday night at mm-hmm. home. So when I proposed to you, you famously said, 
does this mean you didn't really order the Italian you food? Did. You didn't. You used that as a, as a fake, like, hey, we're on our way home. The surprise party. <laughs> I was hungry. I was happy, but I was hungry. <laughs> does this mean you didn't get the Italian food? Oh, Jenny, what a good girl you are. So the point is, after tackling the long-distance relationship, let me turn this down. That's yeah. the wrong couple. After attacking the long-distance relationship, uh, he was now completing a chief residency year in New Orleans. In December, he is to be matched as a cardiology fellow that will begin next year at one of the hospitals he applied to all within an hour of New York. Okay. It'll be nice to be in the same city with her, he said, and closer to his parents in Endicott, New York. If I had any more fingers, I'd cross them. Why not just cross the ones you have? As he's saying this, I can't cross enough fingers. Right, right. Okay, cool. Now I respect that. Yeah. Very interesting scenario we've got to deal with now. Mm -hmm. And it's something very specific to our relationship that we went through. Yep. They are, by all accounts, a very happy couple in a long-distance relationship. Yes. Shit changes when somebody finally moves in. Right. We're so lucky to be together. Like somebody <laughs> wanted us to be together yeah. because we had no reason to be together no. after the year after you moved here to New York. No. And I like saying that to people because we sound generally like a pretty happy couple and mm -hmm. I feel like we are. But I, I want people to know that you can persevere through I have absolutely no use for this human being. If she <laughs> could catch fire, you know, oh. I'm just saying, like the fights, the <laughs> amount of time we spend fighting over nothing. Yeah. Nothing. But mm -hmm. it's just a coexistence, right? It was and it's a, a new transition. thing. It's a big. Yeah. It's a new thing. Yeah. And obviously, you know, you're a, a difficult person. You got a lot of exes. You got yeah. a lot of that going yeah, on. That's what it was. It was a lot to deal with. Uh -huh. Social butterfly. You know. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. We fought like hell. I I cannot in good conscience like I I don't want to say they won't work, but I want to give them an incomplete. Like I feel bad. But it's a it is a big deal. But didn't they stay together before? Like they they've like they got together in 2013. 2014. So well, 13 is when they started mm -hmm. dating. But now, but now but they've been six years. But now later. they've been apart for over a year, and now yeah. they're moving to a new city. Yeah, where I he's mean, never lived. There's gonna be bumps because there's always bumps when you move, when you do anything. But I think they've been together long enough that you kind of know each other by then. We were still pretty <sighs> new. Uh uh, it's not good. <laughs> this isn't any old city, Jenny. This is New York City. Yeah, where even like they do both have to. It's a good thing they're both doctors. I was say they have money. Yeah, so they can afford help. a studio apartment in New York. <laughs> I mean, it's so expensive. The right, only thing that'll else. the only thing that'll prepare them is the fact that New Orleans is also a gritty place. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's not like they're going to be shocked by the urban blight of Manhattan. Right. But uh, it's going to be an adjustment, and I give it. And incomplete. Okay. I will. I can't. I don't want to condemn them, but I don't want to say, "Yeah, you got this," because New York is war, and I know, and it is a, it is an awful place to live right now. So I don't want to just give it a blanket endorsement. What mm -hmm. I want to do is agree to disagree. I want to take a very fast break, and then we'll come back and we'll close the show if that works for you, Jenny Fallon. Yep. You think it works? I do. Wow. Because they're doctors. They're gonna have. 
busy schedules. They're not always going to be stuck in the same mm. little apartment at the same time. Uh-huh. That distance, that busyness, it now, helps. I will point out the fact that I work a 19-hour day really does help this marriage yeah. quite a bit. That's why I'm surprised you're saying that. <laughs> Everybody thinks it's a joke when I say we only talk when we do the podcast. No, it's <laughs> very true. the only conversation we're having. We get like a 10-minute phone call each day. Uh, I mean, might as well it's be It's never prison. 10. Yeah, it's never 10. <laughs> and what do you mean, might as well? We're married 13 years. Uh, we are, baby yep. girl. A uh, couple of quick headlines and we'll wrap the show when we come back. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are stressed out from their busy lives of flying around in private jets, eating five-star meals, and getting six-handed massages. It's a very real thing to be going through behind the scenes. You can help take the edge off by donating to the Royal Relief Fund. I never thought that this would be easy, but I thought it would be fair. The Royal Relief Fund is your chance to help whiny, entitled do-nothings survive their woe-is-me charade of a life. It's not enough to just survive something. Like, that's not the point of life. For just $283,000 a day, you can give a British royal things they desperately need to survive, like 30 assistants, five personal chefs, and a string quartet to serenade them while they poop. Because not many people have asked if I'm okay. The Royal Relief Fund, connecting gullible fools like you with self-important clowns like them for over five years. I kind of like that bit, whoever, the writing anyway. I think the, the announcer leaves a little to be desired. <laughs> Name of the show is Everybody Calm Down. It's Friday morning, November 15th. Jenny Fail is in the house. If you're listening, somehow you acquired a taste for me. I am uh, filling in on the Guy Benson show today from 3 to 6 on Fox News Radio. If that won't hold you over, you can hear me on Fox News, uh, Fox Across America. This coming Monday through Friday from 12 o'clock till 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you want a piece of that action. I don't know that you're coming by next Friday, but you're certainly welcome, Jenny. Yeah. There's a couch right outside the studio. You can come by and sit on it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Bring yourself a snack. Never, you shouldn't ever come back on the air. No. I want you to. I mean, I, work's you, giving me a hard time I know, but you're so great, but it's almost like I want us to go out on a high note. That was some of the best radio <laughs> Ever. It was really fun. It was like that. I had so much fun I had doing a good it. Time. Yeah. But it's not about us right now. There's another couple making news. Meghan Markle, Prince Harry just announced that they will not be spending Christmas with the Queen and the rest of the royal family this year. They instead choosing to huddle at home with their newborn child. Really? Yes. I believe the sound you hear is the rest of the royal family high fiving. <laughs> they don't want to <laughs> hang out with them. But uh, you know, they said it's like it was a difficult decision, but it's been like a tumultuous time, very stressful this year, and they need to take it easy. You two What's have a, to Who hates each other? I know. They're, they're trying Will to Will and like, Kate apparently hate Harry and Meghan. Do they, okay. And no one wanted him to marry her. Because they all saw through the opportunism of them getting married. Okay, and she's like and that, a second-rate Kate, yeah, so there's probably she, some jealousy. And Yeah, and, and she's 85th in line to the throne. Yeah. Like, she literally needs to kill all of them. Like, <laughs> like some type of biblical end of Raiders of the Lost Ark thing, where she yeah. opens the Ark and melts everyone's face, but she gets through. Right. Um, so there's no chance of her being the queen. She's living a spectacular life of privilege. Like, yeah. astonishing, shocks the conscience quality of life yeah 
but they're bitching because of the stresses of, you know, being hounded by the paparazzi, and she insists it's because she's black. But I got to be pretty honest with you. She's married to a guy whose mom was white, who got killed by the paparazzi because they harassed her that much. Right. They are obsessed with the royals over there for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, they're like the Kardashians, but without, like, the good sex tape. At least the Kardashians (laughs) showed up, you know what I mean? She fought the ground war, Kim Kardashian. But uh, they feel bad for themselves. And a lot of people, including uh, our lovely pal Jessica Tarloff, have tried to hit me with the argument of, like, but you don't understand, you know, she's a new mother. I'm like, but it's just so insulting to women everywhere because no new mom has 155 assists. Right. Like, they're not wiping their own asses, let alone the baby's asses. Right. And I had said that initially, too. And then you you said that. Because that's what they do. That's how they get you, Jenny. That's how they get you. Right. They They give you this angle, this context, yeah, that makes them think, like, oh, they're just like you. No, no, they are not. Right. Right. Give me a break, Prince right. Harry, Meghan Markle, bunch of losers. Get your life together, Jenny. Right. We went over. I our... bet she gets to wash her hair every day. Uh, I know she's <laughs> you know? she's doing Doesn't all the have fun spit stuff up on her sweatshirt. She ain't worried her about her holiday. She changes out of her pajamas. Yeah, she ain't worried about her. Ho- she actually probably doesn't most days because well, they don't have to do anything. Silk and nice. They're yeah. not like cruddy and four days old. Ah, uh, Jenny. <laughs> I think it's hot, Jenny. Uh, if I'm ever with a woman again who has matching bra and panties, uh, I'm just saying, I wouldn't even be into it. We need to go to a strip club. We need to go to a strip club for like wives where like the, the lingerie doesn't match and stuff. They won't actually touch you because they're not feeling good right uh, now. You know, that'd be a great strip club. I'd go to that strip club. I'd be, I'd be turned on too, Jenny. Turned on. Uh, oh, baby girl. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good luck. You've got to go teach children. Yep. I've got to go opiate the masses on Fox News Radio. I'll try and post a set from Gotham last night. Burnt it down. A great set, man. And yeah. I, I did not get us canceled. However, Mrs. Disney Plus, <laughs> this could be it. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, tune in next week's a wild week, man, because I'm doing radio. Uh, I've got the post um, Blue Rush show, Giants. Mm-hmm. It's a bye week. We can't lose. Oh, hey. hey this is actually going to Let me jump in here. This is going to be the best episode in the history of the show because we've literally lost every game since we started. Yeah. How about that? Do they open the champagne for a buy? Because it's not a loss. <laughs> like, do you just get it where We're you can? We're going to Disney World, yeah. Jenny Fela. Ah, oh, good times with good people on Everybody Calm Down.
Go home to mommy. Go home. Bye. Go home to mommy. Go home to mommy.